Hello and welcome to the Kiwi Chiropractic Podcast. My name is Andrew McCracken. And my name is Alicia Reinhardt. And today we've got something very exciting for you. We're going to talk about chiropractic techniques, what's the difference between them, and why some of them you don't even need to hear this cracking or popping noise. Um, and specifically to answer the question, do you want to say the question, Alicia? Yeah, um, all of this is based on a question we got from you guys uh, on Instagram. And it was, why is chiropractic not the same thing as Einrenken? Exactly. Um, do you want to explain, what's Einrenken in English? It's kind of oh, I don't know. <laughs> well, it's this kind of like old school, very heavy, very twisty, very powerful manipulation of the spine. Yeah, that's it. I would say. And okay. it's mostly about the sound, I think, and about getting really a movement in the in the bones kind of stuff. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, a lot of people um, confuse some of the words, right? So some people will say to me, oh, don't worry, Andrew, uh, yesterday I adjusted myself. Yeah, that's the thing we hear a lot. And we don't like that because we like to have a job, you know? We've got <laughs> to protect our profession here, you know? No, no. <laughs> no but do, I mean, do we know the differences between... Do you want to explain some of the differences between, um, you know, an iron rink and, and a chiropractic adjustment, or maybe even an adjustment, and what people, when they pop their bones when they're at home? Yeah, as we talked about it in the last episode, you already know that you can't really find the spot on yourself when you're adjusting yourself. That is not possible because you, your nerve system is already out of track and you can't find the specific spot where you really need the adjustment and it's more that you get to crack the segments above and the below of it because mm -hmm. they are already moving so far uh, so much so much yeah, yeah so yeah. it's easier yeah. to get them cracked but it's uh, actually making it better to get to the real subluxation and that's what we call the specific spot where we adjust it's a subluxation and that's actually the one spot that has an impact on your nervous system and that's the one of the biggest differences yeah, that's I true think. i think that's a yeah you're right massive difference the subluxation is something that's not moving properly but it affects your nerve system and that's the difference right because yeah. there's many things in your body that aren't moving properly right and that's what what other professions might do but the difference with chiropractic at least the way we do it here is all about how do we impact your nerve system because that's the mass control system of the body that fixes things, coordinates the body and gets things working the way they should. Yeah. Yeah. So what's the difference then between Einrenken, the old school kind of big heavy, I mean, when people say Einrenken, I just visualize and they often tell me like this kind of big guy, six foot five, big tummy, yeah, yeah. and he kind of like jumps on you, boom, Yeah. <laughs> this kind of thing, right? What do you think some of the differences are? Um, it's more gentle, I think. Einrenken? No, no, okay, chiropractic. <laughs> I think a chiropractic adjustment is a lot more gentle yeah. normally yeah. than... Well, it should always be comfortable, right? Yeah. Always. And that's something we say to people in the practice. It's, yeah. It should be comfortable, you know? So if it's not, you have to just tell us and we can adjust on that so to make it yeah. comfortable for you. And um, the other one is speed, maybe a little bit. Mm -hmm. There are people who do Einrenken and are pretty fast too, but... Um, if because of the biggest difference, the right spot and the specific right spot, the speed makes a lot more difference than it does when you just when you can just do einrenken very well and you're fast in that, you're still not 
perfect in what you're doing because you're not doing it on the right spot. Right, and it's important to note, so what Alicia's talking about here is not the, the speed of the appointment, it's the speed of the adjustment. Yeah, yeah, right? definitely. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's how quickly you can see people. No, it's, it's the, the speed of, of the impulse, right? Mm-hmm. And this is, there's a lot of science coming out about um, just how quick your impulse has to be mm-hmm. to have an impact on the nerve system. Otherwise, you're just making some popcorn. Yeah. Right. That's and it. and you'll find a lot of the times, and something which is what chiropractors we really try to master, is how do we make a fast impulse that's also gentle, mm-hmm. you know? Because if you can do it with speed, it actually feels totally comfortable. The issue is if if you do things really slow but deep, then it feels like someone's ripping your head off. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and actually the depth of an uh, adjustment doesn't really come from how deep it was physically, mm-hmm. but how fast it was and if it was on mm-hmm. the right side, for example. Yeah, and then, then the speed is what gets the brain fired up mm-hmm. um, and then the brain goes, oh, geez, I didn't realize there was a problem there. And then it gets to work and starts doing all the stuff that it's probably forgotten about for the last little while. Yeah. So that's a huge difference. So the right spot... Um, yeah, and then the speed. Of, so the actual technique then is different. Eh? Like, so for example, mm-hmm. like for me, I was uh, I did watch a guy doing some of this kind of classic stuff, and I just noted for me um, that for just this might be too much detail for a podcast or whatever, or for, for for people listening. But I find it kind of interesting. But they, for example, when adjusting the neck, turned the head so much further, mm-hmm. so much further. And the thing for me is, if you turn the body enough, you're going to get a pop. Mm-hmm. They did things like that in the medieval uh, torture chambers, you know, under the under the castles. They mm-hmm. had the, the rack. So, like, you know, they tied people's hands and legs and they crank it so people's hands are going the opposite way of their legs. If you if you pull the body far enough, it, make, mm-hmm. yeah, it makes a pop. Yeah, always. It's not a good thing, right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it's about also the specificity. So it means that you can adjust when your technique is good. You can adjust areas that have got a lot of tension areas that have, might even have disc problems but you can still adjust in, in and around that area without causing any issue and just helping the body get back on track yeah yeah that's absolutely it and so why are there techniques that don't even have crack yeah so yeah that? so i mean people know my last name mccracken we talked about last podcast it's mm-hmm. not about the crack unfortunately um but no we actually have well we only really have two or three techniques that involve a crack mm-hmm. the rest are maybe like medium force you could say mm-hmm. and so that involves um no no kind of cavitation which is the the technical term for crack um and the reason you have those techniques is because the goal is to affect the nerve system the goal is not to have a crack you know um and so what there's different ways we have things like we have blocks um, that we use to put under people's hips to, to help the brain remember what's going on. Um, there's techniques, basically anything to try to in- influence the nerve system. Um, maybe you want to talk about, about the activator, which because people often see it and they, they kind of wonder what that is. Yeah, maybe um, you have seen it on our Instagram or in the practice. Sometimes, not on everybody, because I think one other thing before I talk about the activator is mm-hmm. that it's good to have several techniques because not on everyone, every technique is perfect. That's a great point. Yeah. So you can have a person that would be from the physical appearance would be absolutely okay to adjust with any technique. 
But when you put them on the blocks, it's just the best for them. And uh, the body tells you, hey, yeah, when you do that, it maintains longer. And somehow for her, her or his nervous system, it's just better to well, do it a, that way. A mentor of mine said that there's kind of two types of subluxation, two types of these kind of twists that affect your nervous system. And he said one of them comes more from, so they both come from when you can't adapt to stresses, right? But one of them comes from more an emotional quality of stress, mm -hmm. which actually responds better and, and gets better, gets better, better <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the body with the more medium and lighter approaches. And he said when it's more from a physical cause, mm -hmm. right? So imagine being in the garden too much with um, shoveling some things or a car accident or whatever. He said in general, those work better um, with this more kind of uh, cracking techniques. You know, that, that we have in the practice, which is fascinating because like you said, sometimes the biggest guys and you actually have to use some of the more gentle techniques because that's what works the best. Yeah, absolutely. And that's when the activator comes into the, I don't know. In, in spiel, that's yeah, when it comes in spiel. <laughs> We're really mixing the language. It's when it comes, we don't even say it in English, yeah. when it comes into play. It comes into play. Yeah, ah, good to know. Exactly, exactly directly translated from German there. Ah, okay. Um, um, and the activator, it, it looks a little bit like a little pistol and it makes yeah. <laughs> that Great. Let's, sound. De let's describe it as a gun. No. <laughs> <laughs> it, actually, it looks, I don't know, kind of dangerous, but it's not. Yeah, it's totally not. So you, the, the most um, dangerous thing about that actually is uh, the noise. It's, it's here. When well, you hear it, you would say, oh, okay, what's that? Well, look, I, I read the instructions manual and it says in the instruction manual, it says, look, this is very safe, but don't use it in two places. Mm -hmm. And those two places, one was on your eyes <laughs> and the other one was below the belt. <laughs> and that's, what, that's all it said. <laughs> so obviously for the guys there. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's totally safe and it just does the same thing as we do when we do like manual techniques where you hear the cracking. It's just because it's so small and doesn't need so much force, you can create that moment of stretching in the muzzle in a different way where you don't hear the crack because you don't have to um, get the joint in that position. In the pretension. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's true. So yeah. uh, hopefully I described I that good in English. I don't know. It's hard to explain that, right? So, so am I right in saying that the force is not as deep Mm -hmm. but it's still fast or faster faster probably. It's, it's faster mm. which is then what's important yeah because that's what creates the change in the nerve system yeah okay yeah but it's funny because like when you do it to people often if they're not so in tune with their bodies they don't feel a lot mm -hmm. like if you do a crack immediately someone goes wow something happened yeah yeah that's true you know so yeah, but it's maybe because the muscles and all the structures around them mm. are a little bit more into uh yeah are more involved more when involved, you do yeah. the uh, manual technique. Yeah, that's true. Because you're getting so, into yeah, yeah. That's true. and of course, and you then feel, you really only have yeah. the response from the nervous system, and that's why sometimes mm. people get adjusted with an activator, mm -hmm. and three hours later they are sleeping for twelve hours straight mm -hmm. because they're saying, "Boy, I felt so exhausted mm -hmm. just by that." Mm -hmm. And other people, when they get uh, a crack mm -hmm. <laughs> from us, they are like, "Boy, it's so much energy," but then yeah. in a few minutes or hours mm -hmm. later then they feel the same response as they would feel with an activator yeah. maybe so it's different for everyone it's about i mean that's part of our, our biggest job is figuring out for you what's the best technique 
you know and that's yeah. the thing you can't even work that out in the first appointment not even in the second it takes like probably five to ten appointments before you really start to nail mm-hmm. for that person and it changes over time as well yeah and, and we want to see development in people's bodies um and so over time you might notice that yeah different techniques become more useful as the body starts to come back more into balance and it also depends on what you are dealing with in your life mm-hmm. so when that change maybe a change of technique can be mm-hmm. good so it's always good to have feedback from you mm-hmm. guys so we know where your body and your nervous system is going at the moment mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so we can adapt to that yeah so today in practice i saw um, a couple of babies and uh with both of them the activator is really good be- mm-hmm. because you can put it straight on the spot um feel the, sp- the spine before so um for these babies uh, one baby was just p- purely for optimizing the other baby was because they had some issues um like with their feet needed some actually some operations when they were born to kind Ooh, of straighten okay. that stuff out um and so of course the chiropractic is perfect to kind of support that natural growth and development of the child um but for me activate is awesome we want to keep babies always happy mm-hmm. never crying mm-hmm. maybe once one, one every 20 one out of every 20 babies cries in the practice <laughs> Yeah, it's really... But it's, it's few, but it's... Yeah, yeah. it's enough. <laughs> um, but it's fine. And um, yeah, but with the activator, baby doesn't even notice much. But what you can do is you can feel before and after the changes that happen. So for me, this kid today, um, he came in. He wasn't really turning to, one, to, to both sides. Mm-hmm. And the mother said that. So he was going more to his right side with his whole body. Um, then just two adjustments. One adjustment to his sacrum or his Kreuzbein in German, and one adjustment like to the very top of his neck. Um, and then immediately the baby just starts to turn both ways. Wow. You know, which is crazy. And it's also, it's, this, this happens in older people as well, that we adjust you and then your body changes. Mm-hmm. But it's often not so dramatic, not, not so straight away. It's not so direct. Yeah, and you can't, maybe it's not so recognizable because yeah. there isn't so much other things going on in the body yeah. so it's always a question of how long has the problem been there how, mm-hmm. how bad is the habit um, how much is that ingrained into the body and of course yeah. with babies if the baby's only three months old how long can the habit be there yeah that's you know? true but a lot of the stuff that people deal with later on it's obviously built up since they were, were a child yeah and children recognize it really fast because there's not so much going on and they don't have to deal with a lot of more stuff because sometimes we have that changes in older people and that's we recognize true. it, yeah, but that, they yeah. don't recognize Man, it it's because they when that are happens. so <laughs> focused on other things and all the other bad things that are going on. But they ask changes immediately yeah. sometimes. It's like the classic is is someone's on the table and you, you maybe you get them to lift both their legs up one after the other mm-hmm. and one goes only half as high um, and you go, wow, can you see, can you feel the difference? No. <laughs> and then you adjust them and then now they're raising both legs up to the same height it's like perfect it's amazing and you're like wow man can you feel that change no <laughs> and then it's like it's demoralizing you know? and that's yeah. why i say bring your girlfriend bring your husband whatever because they will see it and then you you can just trust them mm. <laughs> yeah it's perfect example how your body was so used to the yeah. old state that you don't even have you can't recognize yeah. it but isn't that scary the fact that you can't feel your body yeah. And you can't feel it's like having a fire with no fire alarm. So yeah, but crazy. that's why people get their spines checked. Mm-hmm. That's why they come here. So if you have got friends and family who are interested in this, get them to listen to the podcast. 
Definitely. Well, you probably already are listening. Visit our website and our Instagram. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We just want to get the message out there. So we're obviously happy to talk and flick us an email or book in for a new person consult. And we'll check them out to see if there is a problem that the chiropractic uh, could actually help with or, or what the Zustand is of the body. <laughs> Very good. Throw another German word there. So anything else to say today, Alicia? No, I think we're done now. Well, thank goodness. Let's have a weekend, right? <laughs> yeah. It's Friday. It's been nice talking to you guys. Hope you enjoyed it. And, Me too. Um, yeah. See you. Until next time, guys. Have a good one.